This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, it's Saturday the 21st of August and thanks for joining me for the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. Today I've just touched down in Berlin, location for the world's least successful airport project. 75 weeks into the coronavirus pandemic, a snapshot of the international travel experience, at least between the UK and Germany. And what's happening with autumn cancellations and expansion to southern Europe? And if you're wondering about the noises off, that's because I'm on a regional express train that is travelling through beautiful East Germany. Berlin-Brandenburg Airport opened last year. October it was. Very first plane there was an EasyJet plane. And the airport, which is a very attractive, well-run place, is eight years late. This really is the world's least successful new airport project. Um, and of course we'll remember things such as Heathrow Terminals 5 Terminal 5's debacle when they opened and everything ground to a halt within um, just a couple of hours. The system wasn't tested. Well, in Germany they have had mountains of problems. Very badly specified, badly commissioned, um, all sorts of rows about who was going to do it. Very, very un-German and um, very, very unsuccessful. But finally they have closed um, the Tegel Airport in West Berlin, which was a, a 1970s masterpiece that many of us actually loved. Uh, they've also closed Schoenefeld, or rather they haven't. Schoenefeld is the site of the new Berlin-Brandenburg Airport, and they have kept that open as Terminal 5. So few flights, though, that it's not actually worth being open at the moment. Of course, Germany is a great country and I can't wait to tell you um, about my adventures over the next few days. But I want to talk to you about the actual business of getting in here. And it was fairly straightforward and actually a very good example. You have to kind of assume that wherever you're going, you are going to have to complete an online passenger locator form. And generally, if you have been vaccinated, that will put you in far better stead. And so it proved with the German uh, business. It's very easy to find the form online. It's all in English. It's all very intuitive. Uh, you There's a little bit of messing around where you have to pick up an email or a text from them which will take you on to the next stage of the procedure. Um, but the main thing that they are interested in is an upload of your NHS status. So what I sent them was, lucky them, was the certificate that you can get from the NHS to show that you have been fully vaccinated. 
you can generally get that online and you download it and then you upload it again for the lucky Germans. Now, Heathrow is interesting. Um, Heathrow check-in staff, my goodness, they have their work cut out. Um, they could be checking in people for, well, these days, I guess, 50 different countries, and they each with its own rules and each with its own penalties if you get it wrong. So there was, uh, you know, it maybe took uh, three, four, five minutes um, to just go through and make sure that I had all the stuff that I needed to get into Berlin before they would let me on the plane. And don't say this is an outrage. Of course, I'm, I'm properly documented. Um, these poor people are working in the front line. And if they get it wrong, they get it in the neck and their airline gets fined. So they've got to do all they can. Clearly, it goes wrong sometimes. And when that does happen and somebody is legally allowed to board and they're not allowed, then they have to pay compensation. Um, very smooth flight um, and on arrival uh, first of all of course if you've if you've got a British passport then you're not queuing up at the uh, EU gates thank you very much uh, you have to go through the, um, the well just queuing up at the all passports um, place uh, relatively fast moving uh, I was about sort of in half halfway along the um, line of people getting off the plane uh, get out on the right if you are getting off at the Zernigal and the main thing is they want to see your passport then they want to see the PDF of the uh, that, that the German authorities sent you after you had successfully completed your form now if you've got that then you are laughing ha 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 you go because um, uh, once you, you've got that PDF uh, they are very happy indeed. They will just check your name and the number of it. No QR code, oddly, but that's entirely up to them. And then, of course, you're free to go, but you have to respect all the rules, such as wearing masks on public transport. Finally today, I have been contacted by people in Northern Ireland saying, have you seen what Jet 2's done? Have you seen what Ryanair's done? They're cancelling flights left right and center and that's because well basically they're cancelling flights left right and center um as we go into the autumn uh, the rates that they are going to command for those flights are falling um the, it's just an unfortunate experience that the um uh the, the way that uh, the summer has worked out because of all the travel restrictions, because of all the fears which are misplaced that countries could go onto the red list. Um, a lot of airlines have just missed out on the most profitable time of the year. And this is when peak holiday season nearing an end. In normal times, July and August are when the airlines make a handsome profit. They will offset all the losses that they suffer typically during the rest of the year. Um, but with the government having continued restrictions, especially the testing requirements, which have added basically 100 quid to the cost of my trip, um, then the surge in bookings simply isn't arriving. And there are many cancellations. They will be looking at uh, routes that simply not feasible. They've got very low loads booked on them at low fares. Um, the new bookings aren't coming through because of all the fears about travel and the extra costs and so on. Um, and so even though it's going to cheese people off who've been looking forward to their hard-earned holiday, they would rather 
cancel the trip, hand back all the money, annoy the customers, uh, because that is going to be actually um, a better uh, outcome for them than it would be if they had to uh, go through with the flight and flew it half empty or a third empty at um, minuscule fares. Now, as long as they make the cancellation at least two weeks in advance, they don't need to pay compensation. Under air passenger rights rules, they're required to tell travellers they can be transferred at the airline's expense to a flight that is going ahead. But you will perhaps notice that um, that uh, uh, requirement, which is legally required to tell you they are supposed to do, is um, not uh, doesn't come through as much Next as it station. might. We're coming to the end of the line. Basically, airlines hate making cancellations. They want, at this time of year, to be working absolutely full tilt, flying you and me around Europe and the world but they can't at the moment until that happens um, I'm afraid and until travel restrictions ease then cancellations will still happen but on the other hand um, Jet2 have also announced an expansion to places like Croatia to Madeira to Malta on the green list um, saying yeah we're going to be adding flights during the autumn so difficult times who knows when it is going to get better I certainly don't, but thank you so much for listening. Um, of course, you can uh, get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. Do consider subscribing to my travel email. Simon called us Travel Week free every Friday morning. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow from somewhere in Germany. Bitte in Fahrtrichtung rechts aussteigen. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.